I remember it was the summertime, I think it was like 2012, and I was trying to get fit and lose weight, as always, because that was always my goal, to lose 10 pounds. Like, why can't I lose 10 pounds? And I remember I got a gym membership, and I was working out, I think it was close to seven days a week. I was eating healthy, I was eating salads, I was trying to pick the healthy option, but nothing was working. And I was very frustrated because I felt like I had already tried all of these things. I even worked with a trainer earlier that year. I had a nutritionist and it still wasn't helping me. And I'm like, is it my body? Is it because I have diabetes? It can't be. And I was just not having it, like not a good thing. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but that this is exactly why I put together my 12 steps to losing fat with type one diabetes, because I was trying all these things and it wasn't until I got really serious about it and tried to really just make my diabetes the forefront of everything else that I was doing, like really focused on my blood sugars and then learning all of these things. And so I put together this 12 step checklist to help you get started losing fat because maybe you are in the exact same boat that I was and you've tried all the things and nothing is working. And maybe just maybe you are missing one step like I was that can help you start to achieve your goals. And so you can start seeing all of your hard work pay off. So if you want to download it, just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash type one. It's a free ebook, 12 steps. It's a free audio training as well. So you can listen to it while you're at the gym or in the car driving to work or whenever you want. You can listen to it while you're in the shower if you want, (laughs) but if you don't want to listen to the audio, you can also read it. So you have options. Definitely check it out. Diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash type one. I'm also going to link to this in the show notes. And you guys, if you enjoy this episode today, if it inspired you in some way, or it was helpful, or if you learned something from it that is really going to help you along your own fitness journey, please do take a second to leave me a review. Leave me a five-star review. Let me know your takeaway because when you take a moment to do this, it will help to expand the reach of this podcast and it makes it possible for other people to find this content and benefit from hearing all of the tips as well. So please take a second to do that if you have not already. If you have, thank you. You are amazing. And second of all, if you have not subscribed yet, please take a second to subscribe as well because that will ensure that you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes and future content that we do have. And last but not least, if you are super excited about this episode today, at the very end of it, take a picture of this episode, take a screenshot on your device and post it on your Instagram stories and tag me so that I can shout you out because I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to know what your takeaway is so that I can celebrate with you. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. 
Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the More Than Just a Type podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It really means the world that we get to hang and that you are here with me right now. Like, uh, it's just, it's crazy because I, sometimes I don't feel like I have a lot of interesting things to say. And I know that sounds kind of weird because I'm not trying to put myself down, but I do, I do know that there are some things that you guys want to hear about, which is why I love hearing from you and just hearing the things that you are currently working with or working on. And some of those things, you guys, I am actually working through as well. So I take all of this information and here we are sharing our tips and tricks to just live our best lives, right? So thank you for taking the time to tune in. It really does mean the world. And today we are going to be talking about how to get unstuck after gaining all the weight back. So maybe you have previously lost some weight or you started losing weight and then all of a sudden something happened maybe you fell off the wagon and you just gained it all back. Not a very fun feeling. I've been there multiple times, but if you are in this position right now, first and foremost, I want you to forgive yourself. I want you to give yourself a big hug and I want you to just know that you are going to lose the weight again. And because you've done it before, you started losing weight before, you know that it is possible. And this position that you're in right now of feeling kind of stuck and not like the best version of yourself This is not you in the future. You do not have to stay in this place. You will not stay here and you will achieve your goals and it's going to be amazing and probably so much better than you could have ever imagined. So first of all, forgive yourself. It happens and you still have what it takes to achieve your goals twofold, like so much so because if I've been in your shoes before multiple times and I have been able to get back on the wagon and lose weight and maintain it, maintain my fat loss goal, I know for a fact that you can too. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk about how to get back on the wagon and do it in a way that you can make it sustainable so that you don't have to feel this way any longer. So if this is you right now, then you're going to love this episode. So the first thing that I wanted to say is when this happens, when you lose weight and then you gain it all back, it can happen for a few different reasons, but the only way to gain body fat is if you are consuming more calories than you are burning every single day. So chances are when this happens, maybe you have fallen off the wagon a little bit, or maybe you just have stopped being mindful of the amount of calories you're actually consuming versus burning, which is probably the most common. Like maybe you go through this really stressful week or a stressful few months because you're not going to gain body fat in a week. But maybe you go through a few months of just really a lot of stress, you're under pressure at work, maybe there's other stuff going on. And so you're kind of not as mindful of what you're eating or how much you're exercising and just balancing everything out in that capacity. And if you're the kind of person who maybe you were previously tracking your food and you were tracking your calories, and then it just got to be too much and you just fell off with your tracking, I want you to know that you can still lose weight 
when you're not tracking food. If I go away on holidays, I'm not necessarily going to be tracking my food, but I'm still mindful of the things that I'm eating. So if tracking food isn't your thing and counting macros isn't your thing, which is something that we really do support on this podcast, because tracking macros can be a great way to really achieve a flexible dieting lifestyle and keep your blood sugars more stable. But hey, it's not for everyone. So if you're the kind of person who doesn't want to track things, just know that it's it's fine. You can still lose weight. You don't need to track things. If you go away on vacation, don't feel like you have fallen off the wagon. It's all about mindfulness because the most important thing is that you're burning more calories than you consume. And the whole point of any successful diet or any successful weight loss plan is to really make it a lifestyle versus just another diet plan. You really want to make sure that whatever you are doing, whether it's tracking food or not tracking food, you want to make sure that you can see yourself sticking to that and doing that consistently for a long period of time. You want to make it a lifestyle. You don't want to look at it as just another diet plan. Like I'll do this for three months, I'll do this for eight weeks, and then I go back to eating how I regularly do once I lose the weight. No, that's not how it works because it's not about your diet. It's really about how many calories you're actually consuming at the end of the day versus burning again. And life changes. Our routines are going to change as things evolve with our own personal lives. And it's really important that when it comes to our fitness goals and our weight loss goal and our diets and our exercise, it's important that as our life changes, our diet and everything else that we're doing ebbs and flows with it. Because if it doesn't, then it's going to be really hard to stay on track. It's going to be really hard to get back on the wagon. It's going to be hard to stay consistent. So it's important to really, again, make everything fit your lifestyle and just know that things are going to change and there's nothing that's ever set in stone. And it's important to have an open mind and remember this, that when things happen that aren't part of your normal routine, that it's okay and it's okay to make those adjustments when they come up so that you can really make what you're doing, make your fat loss plan, your diet, your exercise, make it all work with your lifestyle. Because again, things are going to be constantly changing and it's just, it's so important to, to look at it this way and look at it in the long term rather than just a short period of time. All right, so when it comes to gaining weight, we're gonna look at a couple different examples and really figure out what happened and what went wrong from the beginning. And there's no judgment here, but it's important to really get down to the bottom of whatever happened so that we can make sure that doesn't happen again, right? Because when you do focus on making your diet and your exercise a part of your lifestyle, it does flow with everything else and it changes as things change. And so when you gain all of the weight back, something happened and things kind of got out of sync, right? So I want to know at the beginning of your fat loss phase, when you lost the weight, what was your daily non-exercise activity level like? Were you active at the time? Say you were bartending, maybe you had a maybe you were working construction, I don't know. Say your job was more active, right? And say you were lifting weights 3 to 4 times per week and you were maintaining your deficit through a combination of both let's say diet and exercise so you're doing cardio as well and say you were eating like 1700 calories at that time when you were doing all of these things that was the amount of food your body required individually in order to achieve the goal that you wanted and suddenly life happened 
Maybe you switched jobs so you are no longer as active or on your feet throughout the day and your daily non-exercise activity level is now pretty sedentary. So maybe you're working a desk job or you are just kind of sitting around most of the day, right? So maybe that happened or maybe you had to get surgery and you haven't been able to train for a couple months, right? Like something happened and you just haven't been able to train. So this, these are just a couple examples. It could be something else, but what I'm trying to get at is there have been some obvious changes that have changed the amount of calories your body requires in order to achieve your fat loss goal or in order to maintain your fat loss goal. Because if you were eating 1700 calories before, and that's what you were losing weight on, but everything changed and you're not as active, then chances are you're probably going to require even less than that in order to achieve or maintain the exact same result. So that's example number one. Now, example number two is a little bit different because example number two is you go on a holiday. So say you're gone for a week and you're completely out of your normal routine, or maybe it's a couple of weeks long. That'd be nice, right? <laughs> you take a couple week holiday, but say you don't go to the gym for those two weeks and you are on vacation. So say you're sleeping in and you're sitting around, maybe you're watching some movies, you're eating more things that you don't normally eat. Maybe you're mindless snacking a little bit more. Maybe there's food that you don't normally eat like you're maybe say you're in Mexico or somewhere really amazing where they have these elaborate meals that you wouldn't necessarily just eat at your own house, right? Like you're having all of these things that are going to be very out of your normal routine. And maybe you're drinking alcohol as well. So all of these things can factor in and you come home and you weigh yourself and you are like, crap. I have gained weight and you feel like you have gained literally a million pounds because you feel all bloated and puffy and you're like, oh, I need to get back on track. I've gained all of this weight. But let me tell you, if this is you right now and you have previously been consistent with your diet and your exercise and really stuck to your routine, you're not going to gain body fat in one or two weeks. This is all going to be water weight. And once you get home and you get back into your normal routine, you should notice your weight come back down. Even if it takes a week or two, you will get back down to your normal weight and don't worry about it because it happens. And if you've been consistent, one or two weeks is not going to make a huge dent in your progress. Now, if you were training for like a bodybuilding competition or something, then yes, sure. Like if you have a deadline, that's of course, that's going to get in the way. But if you're just looking to lose weight for the summertime and you have some time ahead of you to do this, then this isn't going to ruin your progress and you're not gaining body fat. So you're good. But if we go back to example number one, if you are feeling stuck in this place right now where it's been weeks or months and you know for sure that you have gained some body fat because it has been over a prolonged period of time that your weight has gradually increased, let's look at the situation at hand. What happened and why do you think this happened? What worked and what didn't? So this isn't to make you feel bad of like, why did this happen? Because <laughs> you're like, I don't know, it just did. So the reason we want to know this is because if you were doing something before that helped you to lose weight and 
you didn't really enjoy it or that was maybe the reason you fell off the wagon in the first place. Like say you started tracking your food and you started losing weight and then it just got to be too much to stay on top of. And so you kind of fell off the wagon and you stopped tracking your food and that's, that didn't really work for you. So maybe this time we don't track food because we want to look and see what worked and what didn't, what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy, because no matter what, there's always a way to make it work with your lifestyle. That's exactly what we're trying to do, right? Because we want to make sure that it's something that you can stick to and that you can see yourself doing in the long term, because that is how you're going to achieve successful fat loss and be able to maintain it at the end of the day, right? So it's important that we do look at all of these areas so that we can make sure this time around, we do it in a way that's really going to work for you. All right, so now that you know what didn't really work before, let's figure out what is going to work for you this time around. So if you're cool with tracking your food, or maybe you've never tried it before, but you're thinking, hmm, I've never tried that. I've tried all of the other things, but... I think that that's something that might work for me because just knowing that I can enjoy a chocolate bar or have a nice dinner out and eat a nice meal without feeling guilty because I'm tracking it and I still know that even though I'm eating it, I'm still on the right track and I'm still losing weight. I think I could do that. I think that would work for me. So maybe this is you right now and maybe you are like, hmm, I was working out four days a week before but it didn't really work for me because I got super burnt out. It was just too much. So that's great. How many days do you feel you could commit to working out this time around? All right, great. Now that we have that figured out, as you can see, there's always a way to make it work. So once you figure out what didn't really work before and what you want to focus on this time around, like what you can really truly see yourself staying consistent with without it feeling like it's dominating your life in any way, then what we need to do is we need to get you back on track. So that's exactly what we're going to do. So the very first thing is you don't need to start by doing everything all at once. Of course, if you are thinking right now, Taja, I'm so ready to do everything. Like I already have my workouts planned and I'm ready to get back with my diet. I'm just excited. I want to do this. I don't want to stay in this position any longer. And you're just really motivated to get started and do everything. And that's what feels right for you. Then do that. That's amazing. But if you're the kind of person who, you know, maybe you'd rather ease your way into things because you don't want to get super overwhelmed and you already have a busy life and you think it would just be easier to stick with everything and stay consistent if you kind of ease your way into it in smaller steps that is going to be totally fine as well. So the most important thing is if you are willing to track your food intake and your body weight daily, if you were doing that before and it worked and you're like, that is what I want to do again, or maybe that just resonates with you a little bit more because you're like, hmm, I, that's just going to give me so much more control and knowing what I'm eating and that feels right for you then that is going to be a great place to start. Because in order to lose fat, you really want to make sure that you are maintaining a calorie deficit. And a big part of this is going to be through your diet and just making sure that you're actually fueling yourself properly with the right amount of food every single day. And so often when we're not very mindful of our nutrition, we could be eating a salad or something that actually contains a lot more calories than we think it does. So this is why nutrition is going to be really the very first thing that you want to focus on. 
And that being said too, if you have low blood sugar some days and you're consuming extra calories treating it, you need to make sure that you're aware of these things and mindful of them because this is all going to help you to get back on track and really make sure that you're maintaining that calorie deficit for fat loss. So if you start by tracking your food intake and your body weight, this is going to just be a great way to get back in the habit of being mindful of everything that you are consuming. And once you get into the routine of it, then you can look at your averages every single week and you can compare week one to week two. And this is something that I teach the members inside of my fat loss for type ones course to do. But when you are looking at your averages and you're comparing your weeks, you'll really know what your weight is doing based on the amount of food that you're currently consuming. So it's a great way to just know that you're on the right track. And if you're thinking right now, I don't really want to track my food. I'm already tracking my blood sugars. I'm doing all of these other things. I just don't have the mental capacity to track my food right now. That's totally fine. You don't have to. It's not for everyone. But I want you to look at your diet and I want you to look and see where can you fill up on more leafy greens and veggies. So maybe this means eating a big green salad at lunchtime maybe at dinner time as well, maybe steaming up some broccoli and eating a couple servings of broccoli. Just look and see what simple, easy things you can do to really make sure you're including more leafy greens and veggies into your diet. And where throughout the day can you drink more water? This is huge as well. And then when can you get in some more steps? So maybe this means you take the stairs instead of the elevator, or you get up from your desk and you walk around the the building or you walk around the block, whatever you need to do. And also making sure that you're getting enough sleep is going to be super beneficial. And whether or not you decide tracking your food is the right thing for you to do, these steps still apply. So still make sure that you are filling up on leafy greens and veggies and drinking a little bit more water, getting in steps when you can and getting in a little bit more sleep if you need to. And also, you don't need to do all of these things all at once. I mean, some of you guys might be like, oh my God, yes, I'm going to do every single one of these things. But I want to encourage you to just pick one of these things. Obviously, you can do all of them, but put a star beside the one that resonates with you the most that you can focus on over the next seven days. So if you are like, oh man, I have actually been thinking about taking the stairs at my apartment, but I've been taking the elevator and I, it's been on my mind, then maybe focus on getting in a few more steps the next seven days. Or maybe when you look at your diet and think about what you ate today, maybe adding some more leafy greens and veggies into your diet will be the easiest thing that you can focus on this week. So pick one of these things, put a star beside it, and just focus on this one thing over the next seven days. And then once you feel like you're getting into the routine, add another thing. And eventually you will start feeling so good and you'll be like, wow, this wasn't as hard as I thought it was. And then remember, it's going to take some time. Like sometimes it can take six to eight weeks for your body to even adjust to a fat loss phase. And I, I'm pretty sure I've said this before on the podcast, but it's important to just be patient and stay consistent because it's your consistency over a prolonged period of time that really matters. And guys, that being said, and I tell the members inside of my fat loss program this all the time, but I'm like, take progress pictures. You are going to be so happy you did. Just trust me on this because once you're a couple months in, you might feel like the scale isn't showing 
as much of a difference as you would like. And this happens. It happens to people I work with. It happens to myself. It's just something that happens. And when you are also, you know, you're probably going to be exercising eventually too and strength training. If you're strength training, you're going to be building muscle as well, especially at the beginning. And so if you have progress pictures, if you've taken progress pictures at the very beginning, looking back at these pictures is going to help you to stay motivated. It's helped me stay motivated along my own journey. It really is one of those things that, you know, you feel like you're not making a big progress. You look at yourself every single day, so you see yourself all the time. But when you can look back and compare photos, it's, it's just really amazing and it's so motivating. So I would really encourage you to take progress pictures. All right, so for the next seven days, I want you to just focus on one thing. I want you to track your food intake and your body weight if you want to. And in addition to that, or instead of that, I also want you to fill up on more leafy greens and veggies, pick one of these things, leafy greens and veggies, drink more water, get in some more steps, just increase your energy expenditure throughout the day, or focus on getting more sleep every single night if that's an area you feel could help you. All right, so just pick one of these areas and this is going to be your main focus for the next seven days. And also just thinking of my own personal journey, the getting back on track, like getting back into the swing of things can sometimes be the hardest part because you fall off the wagon, you just kind of get into the habit of like not doing certain things and then it takes a bit to make those things a habit again but once you do and you will everything becomes so much easier you know like you wake up and you just start getting that buzz effect from your workouts or you just start feeling better on the inside and so and then you'll start noticing changes happening so just know that it sometimes it takes a little bit to get motivated and back into the groove but you totally have what it takes and I'm so excited for you to crush your goals so I would love for you to let me know your takeaway from this episode and let me know how your goals are coming along as you get started because I am here to celebrate with you, but I can't celebrate with you if I don't know. So take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on your Instagram story. Let me know what your biggest takeaway is and what you're going to be focusing on over the next seven days. What are you focusing on this week? Let me know so I can share you on. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you. I appreciate your support of this show and I will talk to you same time next week. Bye for now.